When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's the Battle of the Kelseys, the uh, family battle on Monday. I have some questions, though. Eagles and the Chiefs. I have some questions, though, before that. Is this, so the Eagles holiday album, Mm -hmm. is this a collection of standards from just Jason, or is it the entirety of the squad? It's the the offensive line. Oh. So it's the offensive line. They the sing a bunch of songs together. Yeah, yeah. So they've done it for the past couple of years. They also, I think, do a calendar. And then they invited Travis to come on this one. And again, this has been topping the Apple Music charts uh, as Killing of yesterday. Killing yeah. I love uh, it. It's but, more because of the... I mean, just this is musical theater, right? This is amazing. <laughs> all right, it's amazing. So it's good stuff. Throughout the show, because Swift B.I. went after Travis Kelsey and got all of his old tweets, resurfaced them, and uh, they were all very harmless and very funny. So, um, and But I also know that I myself have some embarrassing old slash funny tweets. Uh, so I'm going to read one, and you guys are going to guess if it's Travis's or if it's mine. Okay? So I'm going to read it right here. So... Up at Olive Garden with Papa had to grab a fettuccine with the chicken Alfredo. Hashtag schmackin'. <laughs> okay. First off, you like that line that read? I, I, I was going to say, isolate that. Hashtag yeah. schmackin. That's got to be um, somewhere for use. And just so you know, last year in, at holidays, I don't think you were in because it was you and Beto. Yeah. I love Olive Garden. Oh, I talk about we Olive know. Garden all the time. We know. That's, that's, that's good eating, as they say. That's a great tweet. Yeah. Like, just isolate whoever the hell that was, whether that was you or Travis. I'm going to go Kelsey on this one. Okay. But it's just a good tweet. Like, whoever's – there's nothing he's done so far that is making me think less of him. I'm thinking it's just his stock continues to rise. I'll go Travis on that one. He is winning conference games. All right. (laughs) These are not conference blowouts. You know what I'm saying? He's winning games with the run play. Matriculating down the field, Little getting better every right game. Yeah. That's how you accumulate. Yeah. We're trying to get first downs and move the ball. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Yates? Um, I'm going to say you just because I like the way you said schmacking. I've, like, <laughs> I've got to believe that you I used said that before. Times? That yes. she, when she tweeted it, she said it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with Travis on this one. Okay. It is Travis. Oh. Travis is say, and All Garden quote tweeted it uh, recently. Okay. I got one more When's for you. When's the last time you were at All Garden? I've been Olive Garden in years. I was going to say, this There's is There's honestly an Olive Garden very close She's to me. She's the top one pick in yeah. this draft is who's going to Olive Garden. But I went Garden last years. December with my sisters. And okay. We got, uh, yeah, that was, yes, that was a whole story. I remember yes. that. And then Beto didn't understand why I liked yeah. Olive Garden so much. And he just doesn't understand the comforts of suburban life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all, it's clearly why. It's, it's Next time I'm in on Thursday, Italian we're doing suburban American eatery draft is yes. what we're doing. Love that. Um, all right. Next one, uh, real quick. It's going to be, <laughs> I got a Chipotle gift card with a smiley face. I'm going you. Okay. Yates? And I would also tweet that. These are from 10 years that. ago, so yep. Travis was still in college. I'm yep. going to go Trav. That's a big That's a big bonus. Jorge? Nah, it's got to be you. 
It is me. Oh. Yates has been terrible. <laughs> I just, at this. I just, I got the first two right and just completely crashed <laughs> yeah. out of the season. But Looking we'll, like we'll, the we'll Colorado sprinkle Buffaloes. more throughout the show uh, yeah. uh, today. I mean, I love that. That's man. Your, I didn't do good today. What happened? I didn't know that Emily had the gift card from Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, that's I what I feel that it worked. Our today. level of, exactly. of knowing. Okay, I promoted a couple different times. Um, what's your thoughts on on Angels grab Ron Washington? We mm-hmm. spent a little time talking about this yesterday. I think Travis said that he had the long, arguably the longest text thread about Ron Washington with you in the history of anybody else uh, talking about Ron Washington. But you guys were given your um, at least your thoughts or that's how he qualified that hashtag schmacking as in <laughs> as in you guys had a lot to we say we did yeah no the, we talked about we talked about it at length so um, so kind of take me behind the scenes here the angels are I, I think we haven't said many positive things about the angels in a long time no. specifically this show we haven't and nobody really has even if you're trying to be very optimistic about who they are where they are where they're going. You can't really find that many positive things to talk about. No, I think it's a. Everybody believes this. It's only a matter of time until Otani's gone. There was a good um, article earlier today talking about how the next move should be if Otani leaves, Mike Trout should get traded. Try to trade him to Philadelphia, and it was making arguments for both teams. They went and signed Ron Washington. Just where where do you think of the state of where they are, and more importantly? what they should be doing moving forward. couple things. Now, this is particularly personal for me because as a brother that covers baseball and a brother that specifically writes a lot about black baseball, Ron being out of the game from a managerial standpoint was kind of a separate story and discussion. The Rangers won their first World Series this fall classic. Yep. The person who had taken them to two straight prior was Ron Washington. Now – Controversies about his career aside, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. You know, he tried to resign. They said no. He was that class of a guy even after his controversy. Ron Washington, a.k.a. Wash, great dude. I wrote a column about him a couple years ago in which I got to do one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life, which was burn a heater while drinking coffee with Ron in a dugout. Very cool. The crack of dawn. Very cool. And we talked about, why aren't you a manager? And he said, I don't know. He's been a third base coach for the Braves for a long time. They went to a couple World Series, won one, and rather went to World Series and won one. He always wanted to get back to managing. So there's that part of this that, to me, somewhat personally, is really important. Can Ron I, can is I back this? in the fold. Can I ask you this? Um, it's not common for somebody to have that much success, and it's not like the Texas Rangers have this history of, hey, we're knocking on the door every sure. single year. You get to two World Series. How come he? How come we had to wait this long for him to get another opportunity? I think it was a certain amount of. Again, he had. I'm not going to call it a checkered past, but he has an adult history, if you will, in terms of certain things that had happened in his career as a leadership. But he's always faced that stuff. He's always said, "Here's what happened. Here's what I did. I will accept punishment, and we will move on." There's an element of that. There's also an element of the game kind of shifting away from the old guy manager in terms of who people wanted to be representing their franchises, who people wanted to be leading their teams, and who people wanted in leadership decisions. Two years ago, if Ron had been hired, Mm -hmm. he would have been the oldest manager in the bigs by a lot. In those two seasons, Dusty, older than everybody, 
Bunch. won one. Boach walks into the league yeah. older than everybody not named Dusty, wins one. So I think that over the course mm. of these three or four years, the mindset has changed to be like, oh, maybe this isn't such a bad sure. idea. It's working. Number two, what Ron does is he improves your defense and your base running, which when we look at what the game is now in terms of shortening the pitch clock, the fact that the pitch clock even exists at all, the throwovers, the base running, all that – all that improves when Ron becomes your manager. And when you look at a team like the Snakes in Phoenix and you say, okay, they had the unanimous rookie of the year in Corbin Carroll. Okay, Brandon Fott is one of the better pitchers in the NL. They cobbled together a staff that was Marte's respectable. Mm-hmm. Marte's a stud. They got some guys. My man Tommy Pham is a banger. He picked him up late. Okay. You think to yourself, well, if they can make the World Series, everybody ain't that far away. And – I get it. The Shohei and the the Trout conversation has sort of dominated everything to the point where I feel like this team has had problems developing on any other level. And if you want to get somebody who you think can at least instructionally okay. make your team better, Ron's a guy. Can I ask you a question? Does it matter? And when I see when I say does it matter, whoever they put there as manager, I think your case for Ron Washington, okay, that that's I like it's it. As good as like, case as any other guy. That, yeah. That's that's fantastic. And I think this is where Trav and I, and I'm sure there's a lot of Angel fans out there. I, I remember, however long ago it was, I think it was, was it about this time last year that the conversation came up that Artie Moreno was going to sell? Maybe it was a little bit earlier, whatever it was. That was for the first time where I said, hey, maybe things are going to change in Anaheim. Maybe, right. you know, that, that that's the most important thing. If you get the right owner, watch out. They didn't. He decided not to sell. That even with bringing in Ron Washington – do Angel fans really have something to look forward to? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, your owner is still your owner. If you're the kind of a person that believes that the stench of Artie Moreno is too strong for any other scent to break through... I think I lean towards that. Which most people yeah. do. I respect that. All I'm saying is, your team's going to get better with Ron Washington. Ron Washington. That, okay. That's all I'm saying. And if you want to look towards some of these other squads that have taken some dashes at the playoffs, he said they want to run down the West. That's a little bit of a, you know... Uh, braggadocious kind of thing you got yeah you got to yeah. say but don't get it wrong I mean Moreno is not going anywhere I mm-hmm. saw him at the golf course at Pelican Hill on Monday he was angeled out I was like okay I guess uh, as if nobody knew who you were but I I feel that if nothing else having a person that's been around the game who isn't the type of person that let's just say a Madden is from an ego standpoint okay. I think it helps you know what I mean? You know, and I don't listen. Am I going to say that they're going to be making runs to the to the World Series? Angels in the outfield, blah blah blah. No, but if you can get a product with a person that people kind of respect a little bit more, even if the Shohei's and the Trout's move on, that's better than getting some nobody who nobody's ever heard of, in my opinion. Well, especially somebody who's been around the game as long as watching. I'm good with the case, and I think that even if we feel nothing's going to change. You, I think, probably convince a lot of people. Maybe didn't have that much history on Rod Washington or let me to, get this. Yeah. I, I think that's that's more a good fun case guy to have around. Better brand of baseball than you're used to seeing. I, I guess you know the question for the Angels, and I, I really truly believe this, but we'll see what ends up happening because it's got to make sense on both sides. I think resetting the franchise is the right thing to do. I, agree. I think finding to finding a way to see if you can find a trade partner for Mike Trout is the right thing. I think all that stuff makes sense. Do you think they're actually – would they reset and say, whatever we got to eat to let Trout go, yes, we're going to – we'll try to do our best to get some talent back, but 
still earn, I think he still has how much left on his contract? He's got seven years left on his contract, there's, so I know it's a lot. There's a world in which even if Shohei comes back, I'd consider trading Mike Trout. Like, let's just say Shohei does what's been rumored in some places. I'm taking two years in one spot because I want to be able to figure out if I can pitch again. And the one team that I know is going to let me do it the way that I want to do it is probably the Halos. That's 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 a thing that's out there, just so people know that. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. Okay. Um, but for for an example, comparatively, let's just say he gets to the Dodgers and the Dodgers say, you're not throwing anything until we say so. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, if that's the case, I'm not going to sign for no five years. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what you're going to do to me. So that that's that's where that negotiation point comes in. Getting rid of Trout, I think – is the one big chip they have because the big three, if you want to say this, they try to put together, the biggest failure out of all of them has been Tony. Two bags Tony, as we used to call him when he was in D.C. That is almost a larger question to me as to what the development of this team is going to be because he don't play. It's one thing to play and not be nothing, but he does not play anymore, and he's making a rack of cash. And so the reset is more than just – whether or not Oshani oh, yeah. signs, Rendon's living he's good. making crazy cash. He's living good. Let's see the let's see the numbers, seriously. He's thirty eight next year, thirty eight the next the year after that, and then one more of thirty eight. It's unbelievable. That piece is a different issue than what the Trout scenario is. He's at least trying to play. If he can't get on yeah. the field, I get it. But like, yeah. I think that seven my, years two forty five was get out of here yeah. with that. You know, so they got a lot of issues around mm-hmm. rebuilding that I think are sort of all disparate. But I like the Ron move. Okay, I got a question for you when we come back on Shohei, and then mm-hmm. I got a question on Juan Soto. So I'm going to uh, sprinkle both of those in. All Plus, right. this weekend, SC and UCLA, and they have absolutely nothing to play for, I think. <laughs> we'll do that coming up next. Travis and Sleeve with Show, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So earlier in the show, Slee found a left notebook Mm -hmm. from Travis. Travis has a locked locker, and I (laughs) found a way to open it. Yeah, you broke it because you're the the secret agent. He is the... Dr. Jones of this station. He's yeah. sort of, you know, been on the most swashbuckling adventures kind of thing. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I've just been trying to decipher uh, his notes here, and he he does us a favor. He does put a date on it. So he says, Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. So okay. we know exactly year, day, day of the week. <laughs> it's great. He's very meticulous. Okay, so I'm going to- By the just... way, I, I tried to decipher, and I was like, I can't do it. So I, I haven't even I looked at it. it. I, just, so I said, just, M, whatever I'm you can do, trusting, if you can help us here. Trusting Emily. Here are several things. I think you know two of them, at least. So Chinese food, fruit lady. So we remember that story, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Fruit right, Lady wasn't. Those, yeah, for those yeah. Tell, tell the story. Fruit, Fruit Lady, Lady was wasn't, when, wasn't there. Yeah, yes. he, so he tried he to make a panic attack because he had a whole a smart move decision. Where he yeah. changed his whole day around to make sure he got to the Fruit Lady. She was not even there. Game. Yes. Fruit Lady okay. not there. I remember ends that. Up eating. The ball ended up rolling I into a court that he didn't want to be. 14 combo plates of Chinese food. All right, so this one I don't even understand. Maybe he didn't get to it in the show, but stupid slash soy. I don't even know what that is. Uh, I don't soy. even know if that's soy, but it says Jorge, stupid slash that? soy. Stupid slash soy. No. no. Oh, well. <laughs> Where's the buzzer when up? we need it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Does it have a time? No, right? There's no timestamp on that? Like, no, he didn't say anything at 10.58. <laughs> no, no, because I do. Like, I have yes, like 10, 11, you are meticulous yeah. in running the board. I don't think Travis Because he's got pulled for getting, promos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, can, you, can we bring that up on Monday? Yeah, I what have no idea what that mean. is. Yeah. Uh, one last one. It has uh-huh. been circled several times, has a bunch of stars around it, and it's all in capital letters. Mean Girls. Girls. Which makes sense because Travis is obsessed with the movie Mean Girls, obsessed with the trailer that came out. I'm I'm not obsessed with that movie in any context that has anything to do with the actual Mm -hmm. content of the film. The thing that has most struck me about what that franchise is, is I mean, Tina Fey is like a robber baron, makes a movie, yeah, makes a play. Makes yep. a musical, mm-hmm. makes a movie about the musical. And she even predicted this in her show 30 Rock. It's insane. Where her one uh, character, Jenna Maroney, receives an award, I guess in like se- one of the seasons, Damn. says, best actress in a movie based off a musical, based off a movie. It's uh, a good observation. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that is really yeah. hustling, you know, the game right there. Like, she knows she's a capitalist. It's oh, great. Uh, yeah, she also, you... there's no musical in that trailer, which is why people are like, is it a remake of Mean Girls? Is it a musical? I know, it's definitely the musical. It's a little bit mis- leading out the trailer yeah if you end up finding anything else please tell us we got uh, plenty of time to do that okay so there's there's some rumors out there that apparently Shohei plans to hold secret free agent meetings and that (laughs) he does not want other he doesn't want it to get out who he's meeting with he doesn't want I guess any details which by the way sounds exactly like also just to note he unanimously won the MVP last night he also has a cute little dog yeah, you, Most you, you, thing. I mean, come on. <laughs> blew out the headline there, buried the lead entirely. <laughs> which is that he asked outside. for a high five from his dog. <laughs> Actually, I didn't see that. On camera, yeah. live, Legit? and yeah. the dog delivered. It happened. Okay. His, yeah. his house changed the course of my whole night. His house looks night. very sterile, though. Yeah. It looks very clean. I would not assume that that's his house separately. Very white. But, very, yeah. like. No. Yeah. I think Everyone's it's there's a, a robot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two bed, one bath. I think it's about yeah. 900 yeah, sure. square it's got a little, you know, yeah. listen, bungalow. 900 square feet. Yeah. Compact bungalow. <laughs> it's one of those very, apartments across from the stadium. Very <laughs> modest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry to do it. Right it's, no, it's a restaurant on the bottom, and then he lives on <laughs> the top. Apartment on top. <laughs> Five and not top. So one, one of the stories was that Rumors Otani um, doesn't basically want to know, he doesn't want it to come out, the teams that he's interested in, the teams that he actually meets with. I haven't got a chance really to talk too much with you about Shohei in mm-hmm. general. Um, here we are. Like you just dropped something in the last segment where you said that there's some rumors out there about he may want to sign just a two-year deal and kind of build back the ability to to pitch again mm-hmm. and, and go from there. What, what what are just of everything that's out there, nothing that you can really take and say, oh, okay, yeah, I think this is going to happen. Nobody seems to have any idea – what Otani is doing or what he's going to do. What's your take? What's your feel on, on where we are with Otani? So just for context, the winter meetings are coming up in, I think, two weeks in Nashville. So that's most likely where this news is going to drop. Baseball likes to do that. 
Uh, they make sure that their big things happen when they're on their big stage. I would be very surprised if news came out before that. So there's that, just for people who are thinking that something's going to happen. Number two is this injury that he sustained to end last season was very important in all this. You're talking about a completely different negotiating standpoint from not just his camp, but the teams as well. Because as I mentioned in the last segment, there are teams that are going to say, yeah, do whatever you want. That's what the Halos did. He was running his own program. The entire franchise was operating around his schedule. Yep. There are some teams that simply do not do that. The Dodgers are one. The Yankees are another. And unless they're going to suddenly change their complete operation to let him basically rehab as he chooses and then thus make his choices after rehab, that's it, not it, the if, same. But if hypothetically, Otani, I'm going to do it my way. Because we've heard that. Otani's doing – he's got his own – Otani does it his way. Yeah. A team like the Dodgers, who you're 100% right. No, no, no. You, you come in. This is our system, and you fit into our system. And I, I'm, I'm sure they're, it's not just like that. But I'm, I'm sure there's the certain players that they give some leniency oh, and, towards. Yeah, but don't get it twisted. There's a reason why a lot of guys ain't all that pumped to come in to play for the Dodgers who've already been in the league for a while. These are the kind of things that affect that kind of stuff. The Corey Seegers, the old boy from Detroit, you know what I'm saying? Trey, Trey Turner, Turner decided all, to leave. All these kinds of things are very real, and they're not knocks on anybody. It's just a system versus system thing. So, but if you're the Dodgers and you want a legitimate shot at Shohei Otani, then you do have to change your way. And, and, and maybe or it's you just have for to Shohei. pay a ton more cash. Mm-hmm. And that's where this becomes. But that's the, that's not even them, where they go out and say, we're going to go outbid someone. Not that they don't have the money. It's just strategically. And I, and I can't argue about the Dodgers' way. The Dodgers, they're in the postseason every single well, time. Well, some of us can argue about the Dodgers' way, but that's a separate discussion right mm-hmm. now. I think that there, there's a, those are the three things that are going to matter most. A... Is he going to be able to do what he wants to do from a rehab standpoint? B, when he gets back, are you going to let him do whatever he wants as well? Because, listen, double Tommy John surgery, not easy to come back from. big deal. A lot of guys turn into relievers. Very rarely does somebody get back to a Cy Young level after having two TJs who was a starting pitcher. Bueller is is – Double Tommy John, right? Let's see. Let's look up this list. Because I, the guys that they have out right now, well, Bueller, I know Bueller will be double Tommy John when he gets Double back. Tommy John. Dustin As May. As will Dustin May. Okay. Now you're trying to tell me, and I'm not sure about Gonsolin. Gonsolin, no, right? I think you're trying Gonsolin to tell me you're rolling into mm-hmm. a season with a triple double Tommy John pitching staff? Never heard of that. My guy. Yeah. And so I know this is going to sound crazy to a lot of people, but let's just say that if the priority for the Otani camp is what happens with his arm and we're just going to take the DH element as a given, I, I'm not sure how much that helps the Dodgers, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not a headache per se, but it's an added spotlight and it's an added thing for a team that is looking for, sure, like the bat is great, the base running is great. I'm, there's no world in which I'm downplaying Otani's skill and potential to add, but the type of player they need, yeah. the mean man alert, the type of guy that's going to get in somebody's pocket, or if we'll say to be nice, the type of player that is not the flashy, oh, look at me guy. I'm not saying that Otani is that guy. He just has a lot of eyeballs on him. That would seem to be a larger priority, in my opinion, than the Dodgers getting another fancy suit to put in the window. That said, if he likes him, he likes him, and they've probably got the most money available to pay him. And so, you know, there's an interesting balance there. Other teams in play. 
the Cubs are making a big run. Okay. People think that as a result of getting Craig Council, the Cubs had a pretty good team last year. It kind of crashed out in the last week of the season. You know, it's entirely possible that all of these things to keep this more Dodger related, that Dodger fans just kind of assume make them a better, better fit or better franchise. Like that's not really the case. If that was the case, a lot more people would be coming here. And a lot more people would be wanting to stay here. So, like, let's be real about that, mm-hmm. you know? And I do think that what's best for any particular franchise adds a different level of variance of what's best for the league. You know what I'm saying? I think, honestly, yeah. I like the idea of him doing a two-year to figure it out. Go to some squad that's maybe not necessarily a legacy franchise that you have to be at yeah. for five years. The entire idea of signing guys for 10 years for more than $30 million here, a year here's, is insane. Here, here's why I don't think he'll do a two-year. I don't think he has to. I think the money is going to be there. I think okay. they can. I I think that there's always going to be, and I'm, I'm not talking about one or two outliers. I think there's going to be a few franchises that say, "What's the cost? Why take a risk for two years? Well, you're going to get the guaranteed." Rendon's got got seven years, right? Because and, if it's two hundred million dollars for two years, the cost ain't nothing. That's $200 million just for playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Never mind all the money you're going to make. You know what I'm saying? Like $500 deals, $500 million deals, et cetera, et cetera. I get it. That money's There's an argument on the other side, too, Slee. Yeah. That money's going to be there okay. if you're any good. It's a complete guess. Complete guess. Yeah. What do you think? I think a it ends up being now. a California team. The question is just which one. Okay. Um, I still think – you know, a team like the Padres are in the mix. Uh, I still think the Giants are very much in the mix. I think. Why the, do I feel like San Francisco? I feel like San Francisco. It's, it kind of feels right. That They'll team has a sort of a and that, that team has a heritage, you know, of of, of you know connectivity to um, Japan and so on and so forth. I, I just, I really hope, and this is separate from anything that has to do with any team. I just really hope that whatever he chooses. Yep doesn't prevent him from pitching again. I hope he doesn't push it too hard and mm-hmm. blow it out and we never see Shohei on the mound again. That would be a real bummer. I'd rather wait longer to see oh, him yeah. pitch again yeah, you're right than about have that. him come back and be mashing and playing DH just for the sake of it and never see him on the mound again. Also, uh, speaking of Otani, today, uh, his documentary comes out. No. Oh, today? On ESPN Disney Plus. Plus? Yes. Look at that. Yeah. Synergy, baby. It's called the uh, Beyond the Dream, and mm. it's uh, there's an article that tells you the yeah, four parts. Yeah, I see that. I know what I'm it. doing when I go home. And then there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, we talk about numerology here with Taylor Swift and the whole nine. Yeah. But the and reason. And Kobe Bryant, people like the 24 yeah, yeah, and, 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 and The biggest numerology situation on earth right yeah, now. Yeah, so the, the, the reason why it dropped today is because 11 is the jersey he wore in Japan, okay. and 17 is the jersey he's wearing in the Angels. Oh, so it's uh, okay. pretty, All right. not bad. I like that. So catch uh, Shohei Otani. Oh, that's right. cool. Yes, Did you ever see the Beckham doc? Which, oh, good. No. Okay. We, we, nope. we spent, Emily, you have we you spent, spent, <laughs> Emily, yeah. Nope. Emily found a way to delete it on her, she took <laughs> it off of whatever it was on. It keeps on, on showing me the trailer and I had to X out of Netflix every time. <laughs> 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 right. Hot and cold coming up next, plus SC UCLA. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show. 710 ESPN. All right. um, Don't miss the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event happening now through January 2nd. After this 16th year of sharing the love, Subaru will have donated over $285 million to charity. Visit my good friends over at Sierra Subaru of Monrovia as they are proudly supporting Foothill Unity Center and the Pavlov Foundation during the Subaru Share the Love event Got a chance to go out to the dealership about a couple weeks ago or so and, and 
learn more about what they're doing within uh, Foothill Unity Center. Pavlov as well, that foundation. And here's the beauty with Sierra Subaru Monrovia. Subaru has such a beautiful line of cars, but the dealership and the brand of Subaru, it's so much more than just selling cars. Literally every single month, they have different outreach events going on, and it's no different now, obviously, leading up to the holidays. Just go to SierraSubaru.com for more information, or just visit them just off the 210 and 605 freeway. That's SierraSubaru.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, who's hot? Uh, thank you to uh, California Transit. Uh, okay, so Gavin, Governor Gavin Newsom announced Thursday that the fire damage 10 freeway would reopen sooner than expected this coming Tuesday oh, at wow. the latest. Turning it around. So That's five lanes in both directions. Newsom said yes. news conference on Thursday at the site of the fire in downtown Los Angeles. So that's amazing for uh, the travelers over the Thanksgiving oh, can you holiday. Imagine the thanks- um, oh, good job to the transit workers out there to get that done. So okay, excellent. so we we kind of did a little over under on this because I, I think it was earlier in the week they said it's going to take three to five weeks. And we're all like, no, it's not gonna yeah, take no. if you're saying you three to five weeks, no, that and this is a government fixed. type yeah. of thing. I'm like, yeah, it ain't, it ain't happening. No, that had to get done. That's, I mean, that, that's, you know, under, that's a two minute offense you're running right there. Yeah, the under promise over deliver. Good that's work good there move. by the. That's, uh, that's almost like just barely over a week. That's what you're that supposed to, to do, by the okay, way. Okay, so yeah. when it comes if you have to being, all the force of the government behind something, it shows that. I'm not, I'm not coming from very far. Pasadena is not far. Twelve miles away. But, yeah, you hit your regular morning traffic. I usually leave around 7.30. That's not the best time to leave, but that's the time. That's what it is. Since the 10 freeway got shut down, it no one has anywhere to go. Yeah. You know, like there's no there's no alternative. And I, I used, I think earlier in the week, I, I tried using Waze, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go with Waze. It was such a headache and so much more stressful. I'm like, no, I'm just going to go ahead and sit on the freeway. Right. And you whenever I well? exit, I exit. I could take public transit. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I took the train downtown the other day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I take the bus sometimes too. But Jorge, I know I, you were feeling it too. Man, Are you bus it? Sorry. Yeah, wow. no, she, she's okay. Yeah, she's been. I doing live that. a couple blocks away though. So yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember that. Cool. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but me, it's like a two-hour drive from home. Yeah, there's no and, train option. Yeah, you right. can't take I mean, transit. There's a train option, but I have a kid. Yeah, so it's too far. It's too far. Yeah. No. All right, so who's cold is going to be the Vegas F1. Okay, so last night was supposed to be the, supposed to be the first practice for all the drivers. And they are supposed to go out there, run a couple laps, and figure out what the track feels like before essentially what it's called. It's a time trial today. The time trials are scheduled for today where you um, just see where you slate um, in the – start all right so uh what happened though was Car- <laughs> sorry ferrari driver Carlos signs was going to dr- he was driving his car and then he hit a manhole couple that was not welded to the ground properly and so it popped oh, that's up not good. it damaged the car <laughs> sparks were flying it damaged the car a lot and sparks were flying they had to shut down the um the whole entire race 
essentially after nine minutes of viewing of these cars going by, people bought these tickets that were so expensive. People traveled from out of state, out of the country to come and see this event. They were told um, to leave the grandstands. Then they were in these like little you know lounges until 2 a.m. to see if they could f- figure out to see the rest of the race. And they were asked to leave to go home. So essentially they got nine minutes for whatever they paid for their ticket. So Toto Wolf, who is the principal, so the coach of the Mercedes team, was um, he was asked about if this was a black eye on this event. So this is his response to that. It's completely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. FP1, how can you even dare trying to uh, talk bad about an event that sets the new standards, new standards to everything? And then you're, then you're speaking about a drain cover that's been undone, that has happened before. That's nothing. It's FP1. Give credit to the people that have set up this Grand Prix, that have, that have made this sport much bigger <laughs> than it ever was. Have you ever spoken good about someone and written a good word? You should about all these people that have been out here. The car is broken. That's really a shame. So Arnold? For cars, I was going to say, this is an been, A1 villain voice. Yeah. So between the FA and the track and everybody needs to analyze how we can make sure that this is not happening again. But talking right, here about that, the black that's, eye that's, for the sport. Toto. He, he, all right, so we get his point. It's also, he is not the car that was broken. It's not his car. Right. So <laughs> okay, it's so, not the Ferrari So here, here's, question, here's a question, because I, I don't watch F1. And you don't I know did, who that person is? I have no idea who that is. It's the grade A villain. It's him versus Horner from the Red Bull. So I don't watch it, but let's just... Is this just the worst thing that could happen to F1 is what's happening in Vegas? No. no. But what it is is a poor exa- – rather, an example of a very poor attempt to wedge something into an American space that the people who organize F1 truly do not understand. Mm-hmm. These idiots didn't even understand that it was going to be cold at night because it's in the middle of the desert. Sorry, it's not hot all night, too, in the desert in November. They oh, didn't know that. Number two, there, yeah. they have completely reconfigured downtown Las Vegas, removing the trees at the Bellagio hmm. to the major anger of Vegas residents and visitors. What it about the hotel? Different. What about the hotel you were talking about? Yeah, some, somebody was telling me they had booked rooms uh, up in the Delano Hotel. Yeah. They, they were uh, blacked out on the windows. Like, they had a black yeah. tarp or whatever, something blocked. It's ridiculous. And you know how it is in Vegas. You can't just cross the street. Sure. You gotta walk up the block and yeah. go up an escalator and go across the, the bridge the... and come okay, back Okay, so this down. is not they going as planned. They built, like, five more of those. Is this done in Vegas, it's ridiculous. you think? No, it's not done. I don't it's know. Going, it's, it's signed up for many years to come. Okay, I, what's gonna happen? Something's gotta change. It's a big pay up front. It's okay. a large deal to be done up front. This is going to happen probably for 10 more years. It's going to be a lot easier after this first year. They're, they're figuring out the kinks that are happening here. It's not okay. as easy as it was in Miami to build this. Right, but I think what you're going to have, and not that I'm some expert on Vegas local economics, but I think you're going to have a situation where that's going to be one of the... inconvenience and it, other people it, don't want to go it's there. It's going to be one of the worst weeks that Vegas has for people that are there it's gonna all year hurt, round. It's yeah. going to hurt their travel and everything else. Or gonna it's going to be, be people coming to Vegas to watch an F1 race yeah, but it doesn't sound like here, here's the thing. Em, it might offset money wise, but I don't think anybody in Vegas is going to enjoy that experience that much for it, the next. It 10 doesn't years. sound like that's happening because also the demand for the tickets just plummeted, right? Right, of course. So, but it's also the first year it's happening. It's it's. So there's always an overreaction. Over I get it. No, I there's always an overreaction. If it was his car, he would have been like, "Oh, the words, the roads are yeah. the worst." Right. This is the, the worst thing that happened. It's a non-thing. I mean, you're blowing up cars with pothole covers. Like that's a problem. And F1's headquarters is going to be in Vegas. 
Vegas. They have a oh well, that's different. F one no, in Vegas are going to be interconnected for a long time. So build I think a it'll course get easier over a long somewhere time. else. You know, okay, you got a whole desert. For, right exactly, now. right. That's but true. that's the whole point. They wanted it in Vegas so they yeah. get the views of the of the strip. That's the whole the circuit thing. doesn't work for me. But. Who's hot and who's cold is brought to you by Next Gen. Next Gen, the official AC, heat, and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call eight three three. Three next gen or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. You ever been to a SC UCLA matchup? Yeah, I went last year. Oh, okay. Absolutely. First time I went too. Um by little, the way, very little buzz for this game this year. Very little buzz. Last year they both suck. You're right. There's <laughs> nothing to play for. There literally is nothing to play for. As bluntly as she just said it, is the truth. Uh, but last year, I had an awesome time. I thought yeah. it was a cool atmosphere. I thought it was one of the better sporting events in Los Angeles that I've been to. It was fun. Um and what Sucks about this situation is what's at stake? There's nothing at stake. I think both of these schools are examples of, and I don't want this to sound like I'm knocking both schools because I'm not. This is a prism. I will. They suck. Through which I'm describing two separate situations. They are both examples of everything that's wrong with college football in different ways. UCLA is a, I don't want to say a legacy school. But let's not separate those two bouncing from the Pac-12 is not part of this discussion. Let's be clear about that. This is the last time, theoretically, they will play as Pac-12 rivals right. as it is. I'm fairly right. certain they are both charter members of the conference back when it was even the Pac-6 the Pac or whatever, Pac-6. So there's that. There's that element of, I can't believe this is kind of the last time we're doing this. Number two, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. Chip Kelly is on the hot seat. And I, I don't understand that. Like, what does UCLA think their ceiling and regular floor should be as far as contending for whatever you're trying to contend for? Sure, you're 500 this year or wherever they are, but they've steadily gotten better. I think he's 33 and 33. As, I want to say But they, they have improved, from my understanding, as he's gotten there. But again, you're UCLA. Look around. Half the teams that consider themselves any good are paying buyouts from two years ago because they overestimated what should be a reasonable expectation. Yates, but can I say that the other way, that they are UCLA. They're one of the best colleges in the country that they are going to go to the Big Ten, that they are in Southern California, that they should be able to generate. I don't have an answer for you, but I don't think you should also accept beating mediocre. And Chip Kelly has been... Not just the definition of mediocre, 33 and 33. Like, literally, the average is 33 and 33. He's, he's 500. You can Wouldn't win. you have expected more from Chip Kelly? Not necessarily, but I do think that this, again, tumult around the country is part of the reason why it's not as easy. The transfer portal has changed everything. NIL has changed everything. When Chip Kelly was hired, these things were not oh, the world in the was equation different. the same way. Yeah, the world was different. And that's what my point is here. Bro, you're just going to get somebody else now? Do you see how continue? continuity issues will jack up your program. You know where you can look? Right down the road at USC, where they probably got one too many transfers, where it doesn't feel like this team is connected at all, where they don't play offense that helps their defense, and they lose games by draining themselves on the defensive end, and all of a sudden, they got a Heisman winner whose career has arguably been wasted. Caleb Williams is 0-3 against Utah in his career. Yeah. And he's got two and seven against ranked, ranked teams. teams. Right, doesn't mm-hmm. happen. They don't win and games against big teams. So separately, even though yes, as you would say, Emily, they suck. 
there are two separate examples of so many things that I feel that are such unfortunate outcrops of the system of college Here's football Here's the beauty. Right now. When we do super crosstalk in a little bit, I think Bergman's out there too. You can argue with him because I think anytime UCLA plays, he says fire Chip Kelly. So you can have that argument. I really with him. have no interest in arguing about Chip Kelly. But <laughs> my only point is, is that you argued for him. I know, but there's so many schools out there where yeah. I'm just thinking, what exactly do you think you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. and who are you going to get to do it? Because the, the the playing field literally is way more level now. And Chip Kelly is a guy that I, I here's the reason why I think this. One of the things that Chip Kelly did when he first got here. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm immediately upping the food budget by $5 million. He understands what it takes to be an appealing player, uh, coach to players. players, If anybody's going to figure it out moving forward, I think it's Chip Kelly. Lincoln Riley on the other end, 10 years, $100 million? What? What? Ridiculous. Clinton feels a certain way about the two coaches in L.A. Very, very, very opinionated there. Uh, The dump coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeper Show, 710 ESPN. Okay, first thing I want to get into here is a conversation we're having, and it's it's one of the stories right now that the Oakland A's, it's official. Mm-hmm. They're moving to Las Vegas. And the question now is, what are they going to do between now and the stadium being built in Vegas? Let me first off say this, because I do have sympathy, especially you know for Oakland. Sure, as a San Diegan. Oakland lost the Raiders. They lost the A's, and they also lost. You know, something to keep in mind. And I I know it's still there. The Golden State Warriors are now in San Francisco. So over the course of just a couple of years, you have three franchises and three professional sports. Two of them are gone for good. The other one is further than it was. I I sympathize, and I and by the way, I think everybody does. I think you know, look back and think of the. How do the Seattle Supersonics not have a team? I That's think I think there's criminal. there's franchises that are around, and you're right. There is a San Diego connection to this, but now anytime something like this happens, it to me is the worst part of sports is when an owner can just pick up and leave and not give a flying you know what about the city they're leaving. I hate that part of the sports. There's a double element to this, which is that because of their inability to get a stadium deal before getting out of town, which is you know, the equivalent of running away from your parents' house before you've got another apartment. They're basically sleeping on their friends' couches. And they might end up playing games in San Francisco. Is that real? In like Petco that, that could, Park. That could really happen? If they don't want to play in Sacramento and they don't want to play somewhere else in California, mm-hmm. you can't just play Major League Baseball games anywhere. How, how long is it? What, when is the new stadium supposed to be? I should know more about this, but yeah. I'm, I, I'm going to learn more about this at the winter meeting. So those who care to learn more about it, you can follow me on The Bird at um, Clinton Yates where they're I'm sure Dave Cavill will be there spinning whatever yarn that on he the X. Is, thinks that yeah on the X thinks that he is going to make sense. But if they end up playing, X going to give it to you <laughs> an entire season in 2028 Oracle Park, Las Las Vegas Stadium is ready in 2028. Bro, that's many seasons away. <laughs> Like, what are we doing? Multiple 12 minutes. I don't know. Like in the, the Raiders stadium. I don't, I don't know Allegiant. why. They're better off doing that. The I, Las Vegas Aviators play in a park that got built two seasons ago. Is this the 10,000 seat? I went. Okay. There's a world in which you could upscale that mm-hmm. in order to get to something that would be manageable before you got to another stadium in Las Vegas. That would be my best guess. 
But that bad boy's not on the strip. That thing is basically the equivalent of where the Rose Bowl is Jeez. compared to downtown LA. You know, so I've been to that park. It's a nice park. Yeah. It's a lovely place. Lovely desert evening. You can watch a ball game out there. They got a nice little setup out on right field. Um, sort of like a party deck. It's really cool. But I mean, to think that you jumped out of Oakland because of all of the issues you had with the, you know, the city and all this other stuff, and this was the plan, that's embarrassing for everybody involved from the front office. Never mind the decision to leave town. Yeah, yeah not, a good, uh, not a good look. Um, NBA yesterday suspended Draymond Green for five games is what it is. Altercation with Rudy Gobert. I just thought it was funny because right after the game, Steve Kerr was asked about the situation. <laughs> and Steve Kerr, I get what Steve Kerr was trying to say, but what Kerr was trying to say is, you shouldn't have one player from one team shouldn't touch another player from another team. Go Bear, go get your guy. Don't touch Clay Thompson. But he also made it sound like Go Bear uh, wrapped his arms around Clay Thompson, and that uh, if Draymond didn't come in and save the day, what would have happened to Clay Thompson? Yesterday, he was asked about it after getting some time to look at it, and he's like, "Yeah, that's a bad look. Uh, yeah, I think he should have got five games. I think uh, he definitely he held yeah. him for six or seven seconds." It's bad for the league. It's bad for us. It's bad for Draymond. He kind of really ripped into him from there. I said that the bottom line for Dre at this point is not even about who Draymond is necessarily. It's about the fact that this is ineffective for the Warriors. You are no longer the guy that is getting under people's skin. You are the one losing the psychological battle, and it is losing you basketball games. Whatever that edge was that he had, I don't think is there in the same way that it was, let's just say, five seasons ago. Well, I, I'll say, and someone who loves the NBA, he's had so much value to that team. I, I think had is the key word. But you can even say they won a championship one season ago. So that it's not like we're talking three, four years ago, right? They didn't win it last Would year. Would you have but given him that before, extension with that much money? Um, yeah, I, I, th I think if they're thinking to keep what they have going, Clay's now the question, which they have not given him an extension. Right. But Draymond, I'm with you on the. There comes a point where you're asking yourself the question: with, with Draymond is. Are you learning from anything, or is that it? Like, right. is, is this it, just going to be is this the whole game? Steph's already out. And right. now you're out for five games, and oh, by the way, they're not playing good basketball. I think I want to see where they're sitting here. Six and seven, they've lost five in a row. I was texting with Pepe about this yesterday, mm -hmm. and I, he said 10 games, because I said that on Around the Horn. He said 10 games is insane. And I was like, listen, do you think it's only going to – how many games do you think um, Draymond is going to end up suspended for this season total? You think it's going to be 10? Pretty good shot. You already got five. You already got five. Do we have chance? anything before that? No, dude. Do we think I'll, I'll, I'll take 10. Right, and I'll so what, what I'm saying is that's the reason I'm going 10. It's 10, and this never happens again. Yeah. Not five and, okay, keep it together. 10, and yeah. if it happens again, you're out of here, buddy. That's why I would have gone for 10. Okay, we got to get to Super Crosstalk. Before we do, M. Danny DeVito, 70. That's our guy. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. All right, now. Arguably the, trash the twins, man. baby twins. Uh, arguably trash man, I like trash. I like them in twins. This, the dude is hilarious. I'm yeah. headed out. It was good to see you, brother. Yates, thank you, brother. Always. Let's do some Let's super crosstalk. Oh, there it is. There it is. Where did Yates go? Why is Yates? Yeah, why? Yates I wanted to talk to Clinton. Bailing on. Yates this. is a busy man, guys. Yeah, he's, he's got stuff to do. He's got stuff to do. Say hi. What? Clinton, why are you leaving us? Yeah. By Wait, the way, you he, really wanted to talk to Clinton? I did. No. I wanted to say hi to Clinton. No, Clinton talked a lot. I'm good. Berg, <laughs> he did want to – he did make his case that any UCLA fan that wants to get rid of Chip Kelly, it makes no sense. I said, oh. just read Berg's tweets. 
Yeah, no, he's, he's furious. He's. Wait, wait, hold on. You're this a little is nonsense. Oh, it's okay. a little loud. Which number are you on this mixer? I, yeah, let's see. My <laughs> mixer number. He's on four. He's on four. Spin the wheel we, of mixer numbers. By the way, four. Four. Slee, we have one Comrex unit and five microphones. <laughs> but this is Kathy's old it. 1090 equipment. You probably oh, touched this, this awesome. equipment before. Uh, this is Slee? great. Is, how close are you guys? I mean, is everything like you we guys are almost this. sharing a mic? Yeah, basically everybody's sharing a mic for all intents and purposes. We got a small card table in the corner of the Sunday Swagger headquarters uh, where there's unbelievable merchandise everywhere. Cappy's here, Morales is here, Bergman's here, uh, Lindsay Baseball is going to be here. But we do, we are on a card table in the corner of the room. <laughs> That's good. The thing. That's a good picture. When Cappy and I pull up, and Cappy's got about, what would you say? He's 500 feet of his own cable, right? Mm -hmm. He brings his own cable when we plug in. I didn't believe you at first, but he literally has a spool of cable that's about 500 a feet worth of. A spool of it cable? Is, it's a spool. I don't, know what spool. Else, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. It's a legitimately a spool. Do you, you ever see those, like, engineers that have... Do you ever see those engineers that have, like, the extension cords, like, wrapped around their arm and their elbow? Yeah. Cap is just walking around. He's giving himself <laughs> more length there as he goes. Okay, so how's it look out there? What's going on out there? Well, it looks great. I mean, we just settled in. Uh, I see a bunch of uh, Sunday Swagger merch. Uh, oh, he did bring a spool. Did I say it wrong? He this bring, he this did is a bring spool a spool of cable. Yes, Cappy, are you going to go, come Cappy. into this, or what are you doing? Yeah, no, Cappy can come in. John, Ireland's not here today. He's not going to complain of too many voices. Yeah, yeah. No, it's combo play today, so Cappy's here. Everybody's here. Uh, Slee, what were you uh, – oh, I'll tell you what. Here's what kind of irritated me today, Slee. Perfect, yep. Uh, you said the USC-UCLA game is for nothing. Yes. What is it for? Yes. It is for pride <laughs> in this city. It is? Have we really reached no, 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 zero no. 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 Wait, 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 Where Mace. it's either national championship or your season sucks. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Mace, Mace, let me, let me set this up because last year yeah. you were nice enough – to give myself a ticket to come to SCUCLA at yes. the Rose Bowl. Lindsay was there as well. Yep. And I, I said, I was like, man, this is one of the coolest sporting events that I've ever been to in L.A. I loved it. I loved the vibe. There was still some stuff to play for. SC was trying to get to the Pac-12 championship. UCLA was incredibly competitive. The game was awesome. It was yep. great. Yeah, I don't and have that, I don't have any of that cell this year. We have to live in a world where just because you're out of the out of the championship game doesn't mean everything is meaningless. I think every season is different, and this season for UCLA specific is terrible. For you, for USC, it means it's a complete so disappointment. There's no pride Here's in this the game. cherry. Of if, course, there's pride no, 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 in this game. No, there's, there's not. not a Trojan there's in town that wants to lose to the Bruins, and, the Bruins, and there's not a Bruin in town who's not pissed off if they lose to USC. We think we're going to lose. It's the worst offense in the history of UCLA sports. If they <laughs> if they score 14 points against that awful defense, Talon Berg, we'll, we'll I'll be take shocked. Look, we'll be shocked. Right, and you. And and you and you think it's meaningless. It, it is it's absolutely meaningless. nobody's gonna look back on the. You gotta get on the mic, right? Wait a minute. Nobody's gonna look back a on USC, the annals of these of, of, of this rivalry. USC UCLA game is a thing. Mace, yeah. Mace, this Mace. is small market equipment. You gotta get <laughs> right, right on it. Exactly. All right, so look. No one's going to look back on this game and say the 2023 UCLA USC game meant absolutely anything. This Mace, this is why nothing. this is this is why it means nothing. It's rack not rack rack. It, yeah, go ahead. It's he's, not he's that <laughs> it's not that SC and UCLA game doesn't mean anything. It's the fact that it's the final game of the year and literally, literally the two schools have nothing to play for. If I'd have told you nothing. that SC was going to get to the final game of the year and they got no shot of making it to the Pac-12 championship. Forget forget the college football playoff. Put that to the side. I know only four teams get in. That will eventually change. But you would say, yeah, that season didn't go well. What do you mean they're 2-7 and seven in 
against ranked opponents since Lincoln Riley has been there. And this year, they've obviously been awful. I think for those reasons, it doesn't mean anything. I understand the SCUCLA part, but nobody from both of these schools are happy of their predicament. You, you were there last year, and yeah. you saw the, the there was a lot of pageantry at the game. There was a lot. I mean, they, they wear their home colors. Uh, the crowds are totally decked out. It was a great crowd last year at the Rose Bowl. I forget. What were we playing for? The right to play Tulane? Is that what we were playing for? No, we were in no, the Pac-12 Pac championship. That was for the Pac-12 championship. But in your Pac world, in your world the, the Pac-12 championship doesn't mean anything. Well, that's okay, ridiculous. So, so this, no, so the, no, no Pac-12 Pac championship means a yeah, lot. Yeah, it no, it, it no, no, no. You're misconstruing what I said. USC should be fighting for the national championship picture every single year. But you got to kick UCLA's ass on Saturday. You're probably going to because this offense is absolutely horrendous. And that will make me happy. But. It would be much more like if UCLA was two and ten this year, right? And USC was fighting for a spot into the Pac-12 championship, right? It would mean something. Well, not every game has the same stakes as every other game. This, it's still you've got to celebrate a win over your arch rival. If and UCLA I, and if, won, I will absolutely be ecstatic on okay, Monday. Okay, but, but it I doesn't don't mean anything. It. Why would you be ecstatic? Because it doesn't it, mean they, anything. Because why, they, why get because ecstatic? Somehow this no, terrible offense right, found a way but to beat why you. Why would you even get ecstatic? <laughs> I mean, how long are you? Gonna, I mean, you. Barely ever disagree with Ireland. You just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now when you see Greg, it's like well, he's jaws in the water. He's full of crap. I'm Greg, right. Greg, Greg I, I wow. had a chance to listen to People both sides. Sunday Swagger are scared yeah, about yeah, it. They are a little frightened. Yes. Greg, I had a chance to listen yeah. to both sides. feel good Friday, way, guys. I can't this hear Slee. Let me hear Slee. This is only the beginning I'm, of the show. I'm going Let me to hear Slee. What are you saying? You thought you – hold on, Slee. You thought – no, 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 no. You thought Sleaze. you saw Cat mount me at the hotel no, last night on no, Instagram? Yeah. Mace is going to be mounting Greg all afternoon. Yeah, no, here we go. <laughs> go ahead, Sleep. All right, Mace, I need your help. I need yes. your help. Survivor pool. Okay. Wait, oh, yeah, doing? you're still alive. Juan's still alive also. I can't hear you. Did he make his pick yet? Do you know? Uh, he has not, although the lean is to Detroit. Okay, so we're both. Um, I still have Detroit left, too. I think it's the biggest spread on the board against Chicago. I could go Jacksonville, Tennessee. I think I'm just going to go Detroit. Yeah, we're leaning Detroit. Kind of we're going with the biggest point spread on the board. Hit the yeah, super stage. Okay, hit the super stage. We already did that. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> just trying to break that. these up. What, what I like that you doing? just followed me. Uh, well, you you came out of the super stage. I, I didn't know. I don't know. I mean, Slee I, sent us I got here all, in the super stage. I got stage all here. worked up uh, in a conversation with Bergman, uh, and now I, I lost my And by the way, the you get upset with him not saying anything in Ireland. This is how, what our pre-show meetings sound like all the time. You should put a That's mic in there. I avoid them. That's why I walk in pissed off every day. Okay, um. Can everybody? So, is it like one of those you're passing the controller over and only one person, a couple of people can hear at the same time? Well, you could see it on YouTube. We're streaming live. Right? Okay, we all have our own cause, microphones. Because but... Emily has got a little game for us that oh, we were good. doing earlier. Is this her tweet or Travis Kelsey's tweet? Yes. Oh, I yes. like this. Okay, set it up, M, of yeah. what's going on. Yep. All right, so Travis Kelsey had the Swift BI come after him, and people were going through his old tweets. And they found out only himbo things about him, only that he is just like an adorable himbo that loves things. Uh, you can put a sound, Brian, by the way. Um, and so this is the um, – I'm going to read out tweets. And you have to say whether it's my tweet from back in 2010 or it's Travis Kelsey's tweet, okay? Okay. You guys get it? Right. All right. It's such a nice day out. As I stare from my math class, dot, 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 SMH, hashtag must be nice. All right, so Mace, who do you think that is? 2010. Uh, I'm going to say that's you, Em. Okay. Morales? I like you on this one, too. Okay. Berg? There's no way Travis Kelsey was in a math class 
So it's you. <laughs> All right, Al. I'm just gonna try to see if I can steal one here. I'll go. I'll go Kelsey on this one. It is Travis. That's Kelsey. what I'm talking oh, it about. Is. Wow. That said that. That's what I'm talking about right there. Okay, I'm gonna do one. Uh, so, really, what's the point in going to school for two days in a week with a bunch of exclamation points and question marks? We don't do anything! Exclamation point. All right, who do you think that is? Uh, Al, you start. I think that's got to be Kelsey because that sounds like a really, really talented football player that only has to go to school two days a week. I'll go Kelsey. All right, Mace? I am going to say that is Travis Kelsey. All right, Morales? I'm going to go M. And Berg? This is 100% Emily. It I can, is I can hear me. It. Yes. Oh, wow. I heard your voice in the tweet. <laughs> oh, wow. Exactly. Um, okay, I'm going to do one more for you guys. Okay. Uh, I hop. I love coming here for breakfast. Um, I think I'll have a T-bone steak and eggs, please. Ha-ha, with some white toast on the side. <laughs> All right, that's, Morales, who do you think that is? That's Kelsey, because you would go, like, pancakes with, like, like all the cereal on top, I yeah. think. Like one of those pancakes exotic items. Cereal? They got. Okay. Pancakes and cereal. Yeah. All right, uh, Berg. Don't start, Slee. Pancakes. Not in the mood today. <laughs> pancakes and cereal. I'm liking. I'm liking Kelsey on this one too. Okay, uh, Mace. I, you know, I'm going Kelsey on this. And Al. I'm going to play the same way I did last. I'll go M. That is Travis Kelsey. Right, Travis Kelsey. Oh, and the best part right. of this right. is that everyone's uh, all these like old places are like quote tweeting him and using it as free um, ads for them that they Travis could come to those places. Okay, um, Chris, can we get a play-by-play of what happened last night? You sharing a hotel room with Cappy. Can we just, I don't know, so take us behind the know, scenes? So as you guys know, my rib has been out of alignment all week. Yep. And I haven't been Ribs. able to go home yep. because I've just been stuck there and I didn't pack enough. So there's a whole thing about behind that. I had to get new underpants at Target. And, you know, so anyway. Underpants. Underpants. So then I told Cappy, he arrived a little bit later after producer Lindsay and I did. I said, you got to get up to the hotel room with me, Jack, and you got to get me back in alignment. And then, of course, Lindsay recorded it, and that became our first ever documented, I do say documented, mm-hmm. hotel mount. That's where right. Cappy mounted me mm-hmm. and got me back in alignment. Cappy, for some reason, is not right here broadcasting with us, but playing the video for me. Yeah, he's, he's showing us the video. <laughs> I remember the mount. I was there. And not, it felt he, good. He's not ready to join in on this yet. Just yet. So is, he, is he cracking your back? Is that what he's doing? He's performing chiropractic. He handles all my, my major chiropractic work. Does he have any training? He does you don't not. Need I don't training. think he has yes, any training. Yes, you do need yeah. training. I think people go to He's school got two for a cousins long time to how be long, back. How long I don't do think you think a chiropractor goes to school They're to not a chiropractor? I think, I think like multiple 30 years. Days. It's like a 30 no, program. no, no. Look, <laughs> I'm not a big chiropractics guy, but no, they go. They study for a long Mace, time. Mace, a long I, time, I, six months. I believe Cap Googled what he needed to do right before, so I think he's good to go. I think the more important question, Chris, is how the ribs now. I'm back. Well, again, I. so here's the other thing. Part of why I keep getting out of alignment, other than being a little huskier than I need to be, I sleep funky. So I can align myself while I go to bed, and then I end up with pillows between things, yeah. upside down. Anyway, yep. so Cappy, we then went to the concert last night, Jefferson Starship, which was incredible, and then Grand Funk Railroad. They really were incredible. Oh, that's, that's, nice. great. that's a good concert. We built this. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, yeah. So Cappy goes, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. So he left us, producer Lindsay and I, and then Beto Duran had to go somewhere. He had some. He was chasing some heat, I think. Oh, okay. So to yep. speak. Yep. Uh-huh. So then Lindsay and I stayed for the concert. Then she did some gambling. I watched. So Cappy had had the hotel room for an hour and a half. And I was like, listen, am I going to wake you? I need to shower. I slept under a desk the night before. He's like, no, it's fine. I walk in. I've never see- heard somebody be so silent while they slept. Mm, I walked really by him. I pulled quiet, out huh? luggage. He didn't make a sound. Wow. He doesn't snore. He doesn't even breathe, I don't think. 
So then I thought, is this the moment I just jump on him and mount him back? But I didn't. I no, waited till the mor- I waited till the morning. You should uh, you should wait till they're awake. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mace, a um, rule to follow. Mace, By the way, chiropractor, you got to get a bachelor's degree, then four more years. I don't but believe listen, that in the slightest. Sweet, I got a photo coming up on social in okay. about 30 minutes yep. of Cappy and I from this morning. Because okay. then we realized we had some time. We went down to the spa together. Bedhead? We dr- there was bedhead and other stuff. We drank coffee together. Uh, be careful. Oh, very nice. nice. You guys yeah, very are nice. What did I say? Nothing. This ain't the Mason and Ireland show. This is 710 combo play. You don't have a dump button today, do you, Jack? I don't, don't, have a dump don't need one. If somebody goes down, we're all going down. So to speak. Mace, Mace, so is, to there, speak. Mace is there a price um, that it would take for you to yeah, spend a couple nights with uh, Morales in a room? Yeah. Yeah, there's a price. It is so high, no one would ever pay it. I think... I can't. I was talking to Sedano this morning. Of course, he called just uh-huh. to check in and see what was going see on. See what was going on. Check in. Get I think some I, I could. I could definitely. If we were in the situation that we were in last night, mm-hmm. Sedano would share a room with me. Mm-hmm. Slee would share a room with me. Yeah. I, I'm not sure about that. I, Travis I would, would share a room I, with I, me. Travis would. John would share a room with me. No, he would not. Yes, he, no, he would. would. I don't think Trav would. would. Listen, I, I don't think Trav would. Euro, zero if he chance. thought there could be an interesting situation. He is not bunking with you. Yeah, he's not going I'm to. Sorry. I agree. If he could watch I hear things, you, Slee. Don't worry. If he could watch things, I think he'd be in. Yeah. <laughs> if there were oh, other God. people, I'm saying. Yeah, right, right. If and there then, was a crowd. I think you would do it for the bit. I do believe that. You if believe you, I would do it for I, the bit? If you thought you could win bit of the year? Like I'm, on, not, I'm, I'm withdrawing all consideration. No, you're not. We're holding I, you I'm to November 30th. Withdrawing. You're eating that 22-inch mega dog. That, there's, it's impossible. I saw that hot dog. I didn't realize the hot Steve dog. Steve Mason never backs do down it. from oh, a bit. shut up. You said it, not me. It's, in, it's, it's on the radio. <laughs> oh, you fine. It. I'll try it. There's no friggin' way you can <laughs> How about this? How about this it? for a bit of the year? Yeah. You try to get John fired like you did last time. <laughs> you try to do it again. I won't fight you on that. Oh, you won't? No. Wait a minute. I thought you and John are super tight. We are, but... It, for, I would never do that to John. For, for the bit. I would never do that to John okay. again. <laughs> would you tell him a minute ahead of time this time? I would of? tell him... I, yeah, i tell him before the last segment. <laughs> Instead of right when we close the microphones and say, have a great weekend. You're getting fired. You're getting fired. <laughs> You'll hear Slee tonight. The Toyota Lakers countdown to tip-off is at 5.30 p.m. We've got uh, in-tournament... In-season tournament action, oh, you know? yeah, yeah. You excited? Oh, yeah. I am excited. What's tonight? the Blazers court going to look like tonight? <sighs> it's, it'll be in. I don't know. Not a red. Have you seen it yet? I think they had one already. I think it was. Uh, I think it was a lot of red. I think they've already yeah, had one in season there. So I, I'd have to go back and look. Are you liking not doing the the halftime and the post game now, Slee? Are there you? you are you? Have you adjusted? Red says Rip City. It, oh yeah. Oh Rip City. It's a nice court. Beautiful. It's, it's a it's an adjustment. I'll tell you yeah. that it's a little bit of an adjustment. But there are. I mean, last game I'll use as an example. I left right after pre. I ran into Morales. I ran into Greg. They're like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "I think I'm done for the day." Mm. So that he was, was kind of nice. The rain. He was yeah, that was kind of nice. It was a rainy night. You love a rainy. Getting night. used to it. Getting yeah, used to it. Nice. We Good. are at Sunday Swagger, the headquarters in your Belinda. We're going to be here till five thirty. Now, here's the thing: it is the Black Friday sale here. They are beginning it. Deep discounts, Lee. Yeah. So yes. deep, you could take care of your entire holiday shopping today, and that's what you got to do. You could walk the warehouse. I believe. Let's see what Gary says. We're Cappy and I are grilling hot dogs later, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Okay, good. Cappy, get ready. We're going to be sharing that meat. Bacon oh, bacon ra- wrapped dogs. Ooh, bacon. Very wrap. nice. You you ordered a double smoked bacon sandwich for breakfast this morning. I also ordered like tons of pizza. Ordered pizza. Yep. We cannot sandwiches. hear that. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Pizza. It's okay. Sandwiches. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't no, matter. He doesn't okay. even need a microphone. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna really throw loud. it over to you guys. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Burger, that's what a hamburger is all about. Stay tuned in. The show is live from Sunday Swagger.